welcome to wow this is episode 29 now the second last episode yeah this is an exciting episode i feel like i say it every single time scary i think yes i think some of you will really like it (laughs) Mm mm-hmm in honor of Halloween, mm-hmm. we are going to do a Halloween episode today. Yeet. With ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Urban legends. But how are we doing, first of all? I'm doing good. I had a very eventful weekend. I visited our common friends, Dion. It was super fun. And then we went to Pumpkin Patch. And we also went to Round 1. And, um... I want another plushie. It's Guna Tama. I'm so happy. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Aww. We went to San Jose yesterday. And then today, um, I met my boyfriend's cousin. And we had brunch together. It was really good. Oh, oh. Another thing is, um, it's been raining, like, a lot in that set. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, like, really weird. Like, I feel like I've never seen that heavy rain in SF. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, and, like, the it's, like, so weird because, like, I think the roads are not very used to this, like, rainy weather. Like, at night, you can't really see the lines on the road because it's, like, too dark. Oh, and, like, it got the, washed off? No, no. It's, like, you know how in Hong Kong, like, the lines on the road, they will reflect lights, you know? They reflect light, yeah, so yeah, you can yeah. still see it at night. But then because of here, I, I think it's just paint. It's just normal paint. And then it doesn't mm. reflect any light. And then, like, you see all the other street lights reflecting on the ground. So you don't really see the actual white line. So, like, when you drive at night here, it's kind of scary. Also, yeah, there's, like, puddles everywhere. Dangerous. Yeah. Honestly, the U.S. is not built for rain. No. Do you remember when it rained, like, at LMU one year? And whole, like, all of the sunken gardens, like, the outdoor, like, big field. It's basically, like, a dome. There's, like, a, it's, like, a big field area, but it, like, sinks into the middle. Mm. And then it was all filled with water. Oh and people God. were swimming. <laughs> Wait, the, really? Do I don't... Yeah, people were just swimming. What year was it? It was like swimming? oh I don't remember but it was like yeah it was like pretty it was like puddles but there were big puddles so people were just sitting in the puddles in swimsuits. What? I, I do don't know. Not we have such that. a bad Oh my god, but yeah. <laughs> we have such a bad draining system. Yeah. But Yeah, damn is rain. That's so weird. But you going to pumpkin patch. I know. Yeah. It was so, very fun. It was fun. I I uh I got little pumpkins so we can carve it next weekend. Oh yeah. It, it will be my first time carving a pumpkin. <gasps> I've actually never carved a pumpkin, I don't think. Yeah. I've like painted on one, but I've never carved one. Yeah. But yeah, I miss fall. Like I feel like Hong Kong, it's like I don't know, there's no fall vibes that much, mm-hmm. right? Like it's just like October, it's still November, hot. It's but still in like warm. the U.S., it's still like very humid. But in the U.S., I feel like the the fall vibes. There's so much fall things to do, mm-hmm. and I just really want to do that. Mm-hmm. I I fall is my favorite season, but I love the feeling, the cozy, and like 
almost Christmas feeling. Yeah. Oh, I miss all the fall like festivities. Yeah. yeah. It's okay. Next year. Next year. I know like in Hong Kong, um, there's like a hiking trail in Yunlong, Dai Tong. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there are a lot of maple trees there with like you like yellow leaves and stuff. Like fall leaves, fall yeah. Leaves. My mom went, I think, but I've never been. Yeah. Um. Maybe I should go yeah. just to get in the falls. But honestly, when I get out of quarantine, it'll be like winter. Oh. <laughs> I spent my fall, and like when I left LA, it was still summer. It was still hot. Mm. So my fall, my fall has been in quarantine. Oh. Yeah, like next year. Next year. Yeah. But how has your quarantine been? How has your week? It's been good. I have just been here still. Um, I was telling Summer, like, before the podcast, I feel like it's kind of scary how happy I am being alone, like, quarantined alone. And I feel like I can keep going. Like, this is very in my comfort zone for me. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of scary. I feel like I am not going to know how to socialize once I get out. But we'll see. You can <laughs> we'll do it. We'll see. You can do it. It's like a very nice like pause in life, I feel like, mm-hmm. this quarantine. Even though it's not like the best in terms of me being active and like fresh air. <laughs> but we're 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 doing what we can. It's actually nice. So I feel like this has tested my introversion, and I feel like it's now at a d- another level, <laughs> which is not good because I'm already like eighty percent introverted to begin with. <laughs> but here we are. Mm-hmm. It's been good. It's been good. Yeah. Don't forget to take me time when you're out of quarantine too. Yeah. Well, especially since I'm gonna be living at home again, so I won't have me time. That's true. It'll be weird. Yeah. 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 Like you'll have me time, but it's still different. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like then now my parents are informed of everything I do again. Yeah. And it'll be interesting. Yeah. But uh today we won't have like a challenge or a tongue twister or this or that. But we're just gonna talk about what we're gonna do for Halloween this year because it's next week. Yeah. Which is really weird. Cause it's already like it's almost 2022. Like, that's oh God. really weird to me. Please don't remind me. Literally today, someone was asking me what year that I graduated. I have to think about it. I was like, wait, is this 2020 or 21? <laughs> oh, my oh, my God. God. It's been, like, what? It's been, like, four, five months since you graduated. Oh, yeah. Feels like a long time. Yeah. And it's, like... Yeah, I feel like 2020 just, like, flew by because, wait, it's, like, nothing happened in 2020, so I always, like, com- get confused whether I'm in 2020 or 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. 2020 felt like it didn't happen. Yeah. So, weird. like, I think I was, like, looking at something, at, like, a throwback picture or something that popped up on my memories, and it was, like, us at Disneyland, and I sent it to my friends, and I was like, look, this was us at Disneyland last year, and then it was, like, two years ago. Oh. And I was like, what? <laughs> but are you doing anything for Halloween this year? Um, not on the day of Halloween. Like, honestly, I'm not a very, like, big Halloween person. I didn't really celebrate it. But the day before Halloween, I'll be... It's my 
boyfriend's mother's birthday on the day of Halloween, but then we're doing something the day before. So we're going to mini golfing with his family. Ooh. And we're going to dress up as Pam Pan and Ice Bear. I'm going to be Pam Pan. Oh, that's He's easy. It's an easy costume. I know. We actually bought onesies, though. Ooh! Yeah. I mean, you can use that later on, too. Yeah. So, I'm gonna be Pan Pan. He's gonna be Ice Bear. Um, and then we're gonna wear our costume to the mini golf. <laughs> yeah, It'll yes. be funny. Yeah, so Aww. that's what I'm gonna do. Maybe we're, we're gonna carve some pumpkins, too, because we just got some. Mm. Maybe watch a... Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh, I've actually never watched uh The Night Before Christmas. Oh yeah, I've Nightmare never, Before Christmas. Nightmare, sorry, The Nightmare Before Christmas, and and maybe we'll watch that too. Yes, 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 yes. It's good. It's a Christmas and Halloween movie. Oh, I just want Christmas to come, please. It'll prepare you for Christmas. Yay. I'm going to be in quarantine during Halloween. And when I told Summer that, Summer was like, oh, you're going to be alone in a hotel. You're going to look in the mirror and see a reflection. And I was like, I didn't even think of that before. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I was like, thanks. (laughs) But, um,. Yeah, I'm just chilling. I do like like the idea of dressing up. Like that sounds really fun. Mm. Maybe next year I want to dress up. I do want to dress up as like an Avatar character someday, like the Avatar: The Last Airbender. But we'll see. Maybe next year I can do a group costume mm-hmm. with my friends. Yeah. Aww, that'll be so fun. That will be so. I'm fun. just I'm just here. But after Halloween. The next day, I get out of quarantine. So, that's exciting. Yeah, maybe I can you celebrate can, when I get out. Yeah, wear a costume when you get out. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to be. <laughs> wow, fun. Yours sounds way more fun. Uh, well, this is like one of the more fun years. Usually, I don't celebrate. If it's not for my boyfriend, I probably won't celebrate. Mmm. <laughs> Well, yeah, in sometimes. college, like they were clubbing events. Oh like, yeah, true. What did we both do during Halloween growing up? We talked about this a little bit in our holiday. Ba- um, what is it yeah. called? The holiday battle. Yeah. But I just used to go to Ocean Park and yeah. go to. I don't think I've ever actually been to Disneyland for Halloween. But um, in the U.S., I would go to Disneyland because I had a pass. And the Halloween decorations always made me so happy. And it's so wholesome Aww. in Disneyland. Like, it's not scary. And I have gone to Horror Nights, like Universal Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. I went once in sophomore year. Oh, no, once in junior year with, like, some of my, like, friends in Mesa. Yeah, like, Chris and Donovan and them. And then... Which was weird because I went with three guys. Like, I I don't know why we decided to go. And then senior year, I went with, like, the house I lived with. I don't know why I decided to go because it was scary. Like, Ew. I don't like haunted houses at all. I think I was just there to, like, be with the people. Yeah. And I feel like I would just watch, like, a Halloween movie maybe to celebrate. I've only been trick-or-treating once in high school in the U.S., and I dressed up as Darla from 
Finding Nemo, like the girl with the braces, and they brought my Nemo doll. Oh my god, that is so cute. Yeah, and then in college, like, I don't think we did much except go to, like, clubbing party things. Yeah, well, there's a thing on campus where we have, like, kids come on campus and do trick-or-treats. Yeah, we have that, and oh my god. Sorry, I'm just looking out across the the view right now, the harbor, and I see a giant pumpkin. Huh? I think it's a giant pumpkin. Can I see it? What the? I'm going to take a picture and show you. Because I don't... What? That's so funny. Do you see it? <laughs> is that a pumpkin? Like, what is that? I think it's a pumpkin. Wow. See? Festive. Hong Kong is celebrating. Um, But... Yeah, and then there would be, like, this annual, like, clubbing event called Meltdown. Yeah. I think it's a Halloween. Is it Halloween? Yeah. It's, like, around that time. And then I just remember I went to a USC party once. But as, like, part of executive board, so I wasn't even, like, drinking or anything. I was, like, taking care of me. Kids, people. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't, like, irresponsible, though. I just remember one girl, she who should not be named. Just kidding. She's cool, actually. But she, like, ran off with some dude. And I was like, hello? We're responsible for you. <laughs> Summer's face. Yeah. Honestly, like, everything you said. Like, I I feel like I didn't really do much. <laughs> Halloween. I didn't really celebrate. Yeah. Like, I don't like horror movies. I don't like Haunted House. I don't. Well, we I don't go trick-or-treating so i don't really dress up except like when i was really young in kindergarten and stuff you know mm-hmm. dress up but then i think like i feel more in the holiday spirit when i'm in college here because we have different events to go to and i kind of like you know you yeah. have to dress up to get into those parties and clubs so i'm like okay fine i guess you need to dress up. i'll just like I'll just buy double ears uh, and wear yeah. all black. <laughs> the typical Hall. I was going to ask you what your go-to, like, easy outfit would be. Devil, probably. I think I would just be, like, Minnie Mouse or something. Because <laughs> I have mini ears. Or, like, oh, I don't even know. I didn't go to parties that much, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I did, honestly. Festive. But yeah, so should we talk about, I know that like it's not the same day, but I think we should also talk about like Ghost Festival in Chinese culture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because Ghost Festival like was what Chinese people celebrated before Halloween Yeah, like was a thing before Hong Kong became colonized and <laughs> became westernized. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's a history behind Ghost Festival. It is a traditional Taoist and Buddhist festival held in China and in some Asian countries. Usually the Taoist people, they call it Zhongyuanjie. Zhongyuanjie. <laughs> My Mandarin is so bad. And then No, it's good. Thanks. Um, and then the Buddhists <laughs> call it <laughs> so um the ghost festival it usually lands on the 15th 
night of the seventh lunar month, or the fourteenth in southern China, and this past year in twenty twenty one, the day landed on. Okay, I didn't know that August twenty second, the day before my birthday. That's the day before your birthday. Yeah, yeah. It's because we don't like doing do much for it anymore. Yeah, I know. I don't. I, I've never celebrated it. I've never either. At least in Hong Kong, I don't know about like China. I feel like people still celebrate it. Yeah, but I never. I think because my family is like very religious, mm. my parents don't like celebrating like ghosts. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, um, spirits things. Yeah, yeah. But the history behind it is that, or the story behind it is that during the seventh lunar month. The gate of hell is open to allow ghosts and spirits to go back into the living world. And the families, though the ghosts that have families go visit their families, and those who don't have families roam on the streets to seek food and entertainment. Mm. Which reminds me of um the Day of the Dead. Yeah. Like it's like Coco. The they come and they yeah, they come and cross the bridge and uh their family put up the altar for them. Yeah. And family members usually offer sacrifices to their ancestors and relatives during August, and especially on the day, on the ghost day. And they are honored with, like, good food. They place food on the tables. And then the ancestor, the family's ancestral tablets and photographs are put on a table with incense burning near them. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of what I see in Hong Kong is, like, they have little, like, on the side of the street, there's just little, like, shrines, and there's a incense burning. And mm-hmm. then people usually burn the paper money. Yeah. Like, right outside that. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually really common. Yeah. And I feel like people do it not just in August. Like, they do it all year round. The incense? Because I see it all the time. The incense, the burning. Mm. Yeah. And, like, leaving fruits and stuff, like, yeah. near the altar. Yeah. We do that. So, like, my family's kind of Taoist, so in some of our practices, we burn incense, like, at least twice a month. And then whenever we go to temples and stuff, too, like, you'll put fruits on the altar and burn incense. Like, you, you like, pray? I don't know. And then you, you put the incense. So, it's not just on Ghost Day. Yeah. But, um, actually, I think this is also why we don't like relate much to halloween it's because like hong kong like didn't really start celebrating halloween until really recently Mm. and hong kong used to not celebrate halloween but expats which are people from other countries like the uk like people who are not from hong kong to be honest i don't know if like people from other parts of asia like south asia or like from not like america or europe are called expats yeah, I, I don't think they are. I think expats. just like specifically white expats. It could be like non-white too. I feel like, mm. but they are usually more glorified. Like I don't yeah. think they're used to describe like minorities. Yeah, like they're very like separated from the rest of the Hong Kong society. I feel like they have their own. Religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those expats would put on costumes in the Soho area, um, which is like a more nightlifey area, I guess, like a lot of bars and clubs. Um, but there would not be any decoration or mass celebrations. 
and by the 2000s, Halloween celebrations were more common, but it was mostly adults celebrating at bars, and then Hong Kong only began large Halloween celebrations in the last 18 years, and that was, like, a lot of it was because of Ocean Park, Mm -hmm. which is, like, the ocean-themed park in Hong Kong, Um, and they threw a Halloween bash in 2001 so that was the first one that they started in 2001 and i think that became like that kind of made halloween mainstream in hong kong Mm -hmm. and more people celebrated it yeah it was the first halloween event at any theme park in southeast asia which is really wild to me that it only became like so common in 2001 because oh i guess we wouldn't remember yeah before 2001 because we were like two or three but it kind of, like, started when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird because I, I feel like it was always there. That, that that was how I felt, too. And now thinking back to it, it's interesting because I always remember seeing um commercials, Ocean Park commercials on the TV about mm, Halloween. Yeah. Guys. Remember the old lady actress, Law Lan? Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my gosh, she goes to my church. Oh my gosh. I always see her. Oh my gosh, like she's always in that commercial. Lolan, yeah. I do remember. And they have a theme each year too. They Mm -hmm. have like specific like characters Mm -hmm. per year that they have that they have like featured. Mm Mm-hmm. So they actually did a rebrand in 2013 too. And the event became an all-day and into-the-night family-friendly attraction, and a lot of people go there, up to 500,000 people, now visit the Halloween Fest annually. Of course, I think excluding COVID, and mm-hmm. it, it is well, one Well, it's of, back now. Oh, really? Well, but like not in full capacity, right? Uh, probably not, but I, I've been seeing stories of people going. Uh, but yeah, it's actually one of the most highly attended Halloween events in the world. Wow. Yeah, right? I don't see that many. Hong Kong like, does have a lot of people. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah, so Ocean Park Halloween Bash, it really served as the foundation for bringing the Halloween culture to Hong Kong. Halloween celebrations were practically non-existent at the beginning of 21st century in Hong Kong. But because of Ocean Park, this holiday is becoming more and more popular among all age groups. Mm-hmm. And I've been um, when I was a kid, and then I've been when I was in like older, like when I was 15, 16, or no, I was like 14, maybe 14, 15. And Ocean Park is really, really big. And it's kind of, like, universal where they have, like, actors walking around and they, like, scare you randomly. And then the haunted houses are – they have different themes, too, I think. And there are some that are more, like, popular. Like, some that people – like, are scarier. So the lines are longer. And they still have, like, roller coasters open. So it's actually, like, really similar to Universal. Yeah. I remember I went on um I went to the Halloween event once and then my friends and I just went on the the rapids ride Waddle uh-huh. Bay soon like the one where you sit on a log and uh-huh. then you, it's the water ride that used to be my favorite ride Ooh. but and then we got all wet at night like soaked <laughs> by <Ooh>. the ride 
Oh my god. But for this Halloween episode, we wanted to do to tell you guys some Hong Kong urban legends and some Hong Kong ghost stories I that I didn't even know of. Yeah. Like, before researching this, so I'm gonna look at that place differently from now. <laughs> I know. Like when I was reading these stories, I was getting scared. Yep. I was alone creepy. in this hotel room, ah! and I was like, "Bad vibe." <laughs> but we do it for the pod. Do it for the pod. Okay. I hope y'all enjoy yes. these ghost stories. If you like ghost stories, please listen. Yes, and they're kind of like rooted in real life, so that's actually even scarier. Yeah. So. The first story is the fox demon at Windsor House in Causeway Bay. And this was one of the most well-known urban legends in the 80s. So, how it starts is... (laughs) I feel like I'm doing ASMR. (laughs) So, how it starts is a couple was celebrating the one-month birthday of their child at the Duke of Windsor's Social Services Building which is now the Windsor House, called Wong Sapo. So I've actually been, I actually go there a lot, and it's actually a really nice shopping center with um, really good brands. They have Bershka. Bershka, I love Bershka. Oh, Bershka. And then they have, like, the branch off of Uniqlo. I don't know what it's called. But it has really nice clothes. Like, it starts with a G. Like, G, Yeah. And there's a lot of, like, baby stores there, too. And there's a cinema on the top. So, um, yeah, I go there to shop a lot whenever I'm in Causeway Bay. I think maybe I have been there, actually. Yeah, it's opposite of Ikea. But after the celebration, the couple allegedly dreamt of a red-eyed fox that resided in the building threatening to kill their child because they did not offer her a toast during the celebration. And after they woke up, the couple rushed to their baby but found that it was already dead. Blood supposedly drained completely from its body. After the baby's death, unsettling patterns resembling a fox began appearing on the marble walls of Windsor Building, which many speculate to be the fox demon practicing its magic. So I attached a picture, and you can see that this actually, yeah, it looks like a white fox. Yeah. But it kind of looks like scribbles, but it also you can make it out to see as a white, like it's a yeah. white fox. Yeah, it's like white paint on it. But this is really, really weird. And it's like you can see the marble in the background. So mm-hmm. it, this must be really tiny, like this like paint splash. Mm-hmm. During that period... Windsor House was the favorite place for parents to celebrate their baby's full month celebration. Sadly, babies who celebrated in that restaurant would die of unnatural causes. What's eerier is that after the incident, a children's playground was built on the rooftop of that building. Yet, it was never open to the public and no child was ever seen playing in it. Rumor has it that the playground was built for the spirit of the child who was killed by the fox demon. And so the Duke of Windsor Social Services building has now been demolished and transformed into today's Windsor house. But its terrifying tale continues to linger. Oh my god. Like you go shopping there. So they tore the whole thing down. What if you go shopping there and all of a sudden on the piece of marble you see that white fox? 
Now I know what the yeah. white fox looks like too. Oh, God. I feel like foxes are very related to like evil. Yeah. In Asian culture, like then yeah. a lot like Wu Lei Zheng, like the yeah. fox spirit. Yeah. Damn. It's kind of scary, and it's a place that a lot of Hong Kong people go to. Mm-hmm. And don't don't know about like I didn't know about this. <laughs> Now you know. Okay, the next one that I have for you all, like when I was reading it, I was like alone at home, and I was like, after I read it, I was like, oh shit, okay, I can't do this anymore. I'm gonna stop researching and come back to it. <laughs> like this is uh, like you just get the images in in your head, and they can't. I But, haven't read this, so I'm excited. Okay, so this story is called a hairy encounter. <laughs> so it is set in the sixties. This tale involved a young lady with a long braid attempting to smuggle herself across the border from mainland China. The girl hopped onto the train without a ticket. When the train operator came through to check tickets, the girl tried to escape by jumping off the train. Unfortunately, the long braid got. Stuck between the tracks, and tearing away her scalp and her face. <sighs> This happened at the train station near Chinese University of Hong Kong. And since then, passersby have reported seeing a braided girl weaving with her back to them when she turned around. They saw something horrifying, and we'll leave what that is to your imagination. And this ghost story was actually so prominent that the path where the tragedy allegedly happened is now known as Braid Road, Binjilo, or Yetubinlo. This is really scary. Like when I was reading it, like you just kind of have that image in your head, and then scare the shit out of me. <laughs> But like, do we know what train station it was? I'm really curious because the CU um train station, like the university station, opened recently, and this was in the '60s. So I was wondering where it is. I don't know. Where is Braid Road? Let me see. What if you? Oh God! You find pictures and then my my history research is scarred. There's nothing. Oh, Binjilo, Daibogonglo, Maliusoyudun. I've driven past there. Yeah, it's next. Oh, some say it is behind Shaw College. Some say is next to Chongqi Chongqi College. I don't want to know where it is. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm scared. Can we move well, on? I'm going back to see. <laughs> I'm going back on the four. Oh my god! So. Oh my my next ghost story is also in CU. So <laughs> why is CU? Oh my god! You know this has reminded me of a story that I I I'll tell this at the end because this is. Really dumb, but it's really funny. But it's also like kind of a ghost story. I'm gonna put it at the end of our itinerary because I do want to tell it. It's just such a meme. But okay, 
The next story is about Jumbo Kingdom. Jumbo Kingdom, Jumbo Kingdom. So it is a、uh, Hong Kong's only floating restaurant. It's located in Aberdeen, and it gives off like it has very traditional Chinese decorations, and it's like it looks like a like an old like kingdom. Like it looks like those buildings. And due to its location in the middle of Aberdeen Channel, allegedly bodies of drowned children are often carried to the underside of the restaurant by the currents of the ocean. In fact, search teams often look around and beneath the restaurant for missing persons who might have drowned. Whispering is making my <laughs> <laughs> urban myths cloud the restaurant's historical background. Reports of a mysterious woman rowing a boat nearby at night trace back to the practice of prostitution at sea in old Hong Kong, and many believe the ghosts of women who suffered from a life of prostitution often linger and are, are attracted to the lively restaurant since it reminds them of work. After a fire in 1971, which killed 34, children have re- further reported seeing spirits without ankles. Roaming around the dim halls inside their restaurants, rendering Jumbo Kingdom as a place of poignant spirits and mystery. What do you mean without ankle? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Maybe the fire, like something you do with the fire. Oh, I don't want to get that image in my head. If we move on to the next story, you'll get the. Bruh, the next story is, I think, is pretty <laughs> scary. I just like. I'm never gonna go to this restaurant. Yeah, I've never been either. I've never been, but I I actually have wanted to go and try it. And now you're、I、like, no, <laughs> no. Okay, well, brace yourself for the next one. Next one is the tale of the oxtail soup. So traditional Cantonese soup are usually hearty, delicious, and a great remedy for late nights. But the infamous ghost story about a certain oxtail soup at the Chinese University in Hong Kong may make you take a look at your bowl of soup next time you have one. The creepy tale of the oxtail soup goes a little something like this: Once upon a time, there was a male student who lived on the first floor of a certain dormitory building at CU Hong Kong's New Asia College. I know where that is. Okay, it's like on pretty high up on the hill. Okay, but I'm actually scared. Like talking about this right now, like I'm so scared that like I I will look at the camera and I'm so scared to see something behind me. <laughs> so I'm just being hella、oh, paranoid. No, that's not gonna. <laughs> Summer, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> I'm really scared. Okay. <clears throat> so he lives on the first floor of a certain dorm building in CUHK, while his girlfriend lived on the floor above. To express her love and care for her boyfriend, who was studying hard every day, the girl would hang a bowl of oxtail soup down from her window to her boyfriend. However, the two had an argument, and since then. The boy rejected the soup, feeling distraught. The girl eventually stopped sending soup to her lover. God. <sighs> okay, 
Yet one evening, the boy saw the familiar bowl of oxtail soup again, dangling outside his window. He was curious, so he reached out to receive it. However, when he looked into the bowl, there was no soup. Instead, he held the head of his now ex-lover. So apparently, the heartbroken girl has committed suicide in her dorm room. While her boyfriend refused him. Okay. Okay. I'm just like, why are you dangling the soup out the window and not bringing this it? This is to like his room really old, like a long time ago. This is long time ago, I think. But also, like, if he's rejecting your soup, go talk to him. Yeah, communication. Communication. <laughs> Hello. That's creepy. Don't say that. You're gonna look into your Karen's. You know, <laughs> Are you thinking about it now? Sorry, yeah, I was. I wasn't. Oh my but god, now I am. <laughs> I'm scared. Uh, also, it's night time. <laughs> okay, okay. So. I know, I know. You, well, your parents are home. It's okay. You're not alone. Yeah. Also, oh my gosh, the next one is also creepy. Yeah. This is our. This is our last one. No, second to last one. It's our second to last ghost story. Okay. So this story happened in the 50s near Yaomate, Yaomate, which is like a huge like shopping area and food area and mm-hmm. working area now. Um, so it was in Leighton Road. And at the time, strange reports of an apartment giving out loud noises of mahjong late at night Roused curiosity towards the people who lived inside. The urban legend goes that people who peek inside the flat will find five headless men playing mahjong. Although the rumors are frightening, the haunted apartment only gained attention after someone from the apartment ordered takeaway from a tazante, like a cafe nearby. Reports said that as the delivery man reached the door, a hand with some money slipped out of the door slit to pay. After returning to the Tatantang, to the delivery man's horror, all the money he received turned into paper offerings. The paper money? News about... <laughs> like, the yeah, so paper money is like the ones that you give to dead people, like your ancestors. And so after that... News about the terrifying apartment blew up, and thousands of civilians at the time visited the building to try to get a peek at the flat. However, no one dared to investigate. The police eventually sealed off the apartment, and the legend remains a petrifying experience, and it has na- and since then adapted into different media, making it one of Hong Kong's strangest cases. My question is, is that building still there? <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I want to know. Like, where is it? 1953. Fourth floor of a home in Nathan Road. I don't know. I just want to know what that is now so I don't go there. It's so scary. I know. Imagine you got some money. And then an hour later it turned into paper money. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Almost there. The last story we have for you all tonight. The Forbidden Song 
Knights of the Knights. So the song Knights of the Night has was the theme song for one of Hong Kong's most famous horror films, The Occupant, which is renowned as a cursed song among Hong Kong's radio broadcast industry. Sung by Connie McKeeman for the 1984 film The Occupant, the song's eerie melody earned the alias "Forbidden Song." After multiple radio DJs reported strange occurrences when the song was played on late night radio, strange voices were heard layered on top of the track. Lights spontaneously switch off. Shadows were spotted soaring across the broadcasting booth. Record players were moving around on their own. Mac has responded over the years that she does not believe her song to be haunted in multiple interviews, and even continued to perform it during concerts. To this day, however, no radio DJ plays. At least intentionally, this allegedly cursed song. I wonder what this song like. I kind of want to listen to this song, but no, at the same time, I'm like, it. oh shit, I'm scared. What? But if y'all are curious, I wanted to too. Yeah, the song is called "Nights of the Night." Yeah, yeah, teen. Yeah, I'm not gonna listen to that song. <laughs> I was so tempted when I was researching, and I was like, I can't. Yeah, don't want to get it in my head. How do you feel? Well, that's all the stories we have. I'm kind of like, I know. I'm like, yeah. Well, I, I gotta know. distract myself. Now I can't see these places. <laughs> hmm. So we wanted to rank these stories by what's our ranking criteria like? scariest scariest like give you the most chills i think i got the most chills from the train story like the braid me too the girl with the braid because it's the most graphic and then i feel like it's very real yeah it's very like the real like stories are the ones that get me the most yeah it's kind of uh yeah it's more realistic i feel like this one realistic but also very graphic and then I feel like either the Mahjong one or the song one. Hmm. I'll put the Mahjong one then. Yeah, the Mahjong one's pretty creepy. Third one? The song one then? The soup one, the oxtail yeah. soup is pretty creepy yeah, too. Yeah, I'll put uh, the soup one as the third. And then probably the music one is the fourth. Yeah. Like the broadcasting one. Yeah. And then maybe the Windsor House Windsor. Fifth, just because it's so like mystical. Yeah. That I'm like, mm. And the last one would be the restaurant. Yeah. I I think what the point that I got the most scared was when you were like, I don't want to look into my camera. <laughs> Cause I'm like, what <laughs> no. But um I wanted to tell this very funny but also like Halloween-y related story because these stories just reminded me like some of them like they're scary but it's actually some of them are really like not rooted in reality yeah. right and they're so for the school i went to it's really old and 
people have like there have been ghost stories about my high school in Hong Kong and the primary school of it that there are like because it used to be um so the art room used to be an like a hospital like an infirmary for like people who were like hurt like during what whatever war I don't remember Mm -hmm. but people would die there so then people would make that room like really creepy and say that like oh yeah there's a lot of like ghosts here and stuff Mm -hmm. but because my school is so old and it's lived through like wars and stuff um apple daily which is now non-existent anymore but they did it's like a very entertainment-y like news source i guess and they used to have really funny videos like they used to have like very funny animated videos about like the most random things and they did one on my school and because we had like a big tree um that people would call like ghost tree like guaisu and i think there was like a controversy one year whether it should be cut down or not because our school is like a historical mm. like oh yo, what is it called like preservation you can't like yeah like you can't like take it down or you can't like change it because it's been preserved by the government mm. and apple daily covered a story on the ghost tree the guaisu they said that this ghost tree sucked up the souls of two of the nuns or like two of the students in our school and like it started like bleeding blood or something like that and it was like the funniest thing that i've seen (laughs) from apple daily like it was such a meme when it came out i think i was already in like secondary school at the time Mm, that's so random it is kind of scary if you think about it, but also it's just such a meme. Like, they sucked up the soul of the two people. Wow. Harry Potter? It just reminds me of Harry Potter. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just... Oh, that reminded me of so many, like, ghost stories about my school. I don't really remember anymore. But we used to tell them when we were still there. I don't know why we did that. I feel like when you were friends, you know, you're like, eh, it's fine, you have company, you know? Yeah. Something was, like, haunted about the toilets, too, I remember. Uh, it's always the toilet. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that, you you know, you end it with a more lighthearted story. <gasps> okay. What? 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 Don't scare... Wait, tell me what happened. No, sorry, my audio stopped when I, um... Oh, God, you fucking scared me. Sorry. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah, have a great Halloween, y'all. For those for those who like who like scary stories, I hope you find a little excitement in this episode. Yes. Well, have a great Halloween weekend. Don't get too drunk for people <laughs> who go party. <laughs> uh huh. And we'll see you in the next episode. It'll be our last. Oh my god, it will it'll be our last for a bit, yeah. Yeah. Well, have a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Bye bye.